0: Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a weekly podcast where two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Knoll and I am joined, as always, by the sequel to my prequel, Madison Jones. Madison, are
1: you in good form? Yeah, hi Mike. How's it going?
0: Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizer, a weekly podcast where two idiots drop a cinema sibling in the lap of a perfectly content solo film. My name is Mike Knoll and I am joined, as always, by the sequel, my prequel, Madison Jones. Madison, are you in good form?
1: Yeah. Hi, hi, Mike. How's it going?
0: Coming soon to a theater near you, it's The Equalizers, a weekly podcast where two idiots drop a a okay, sibling okay, in the okay. life of I feel... I'm doing the introduction, Madison.
1: Yeah, but we've done this before. We, you just did it like two times before.
0: No, this is the first time I've done it.
1: No.
0: I'm looking at the Audacity file. I haven't done it before, Madison.
1: <laughs> <Did> we... <sighs> All
0: right. Good goof, gang. Good, good, good goof. goof. Here good we go. <laughs> you have
1: a figured <laughs> Hey, I I I, I, I yes and until I just couldn't anymore.
0: No, yeah, no, it's fine. We're doing Groundhog Day, gang.
1: Yeah, the Bill Murray time travel, or not really time travel, time loop, time loop.
0: Scientifically speaking, the term is time loop medicine.
1: Yeah, I was gonna do a bit about um, how uh, I really liked watching uh, Rodney Dangerfield and uh, (laughs) uh, Chevy Chase and Bill Murray. Fuck around sure. on a golf course, but um, <laughs> I didn't want to watch Caddyshack to understand.
0: <laughs> I have, and it's not good. Yeah.
1: Okay, you said that very quiet, just in case like the trolls can
0: hear you. Oh no, I'm well one, I, I can cut this out of the episode if I want. it's true. Also, I don't know how many internet trolls there are on there who will come at you about Caddyshack. That's not a challenge for them to do it. I would just
1: Who are gonna die on the the hill of Caddyshack fandom.
0: The mole hill? I guess it's a gopher. It's, Whatever. It is a hey. gopher. Fuck you, come at me. About gophers and moles, not about Caddyshack.
1: And groundhogs. They're all just a bunch of ground rats, right?
0: <laughs> They're dirt rats. The dirt rats. Madison, did you like this film?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, going back to it, I, I had seen it before. I remember mm-hmm. it being a lot funnier uh, than when I previously watched it the, to this most recent time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fucked up. I mean, yeah. it's, it's pretty sad. Like this, this dude has like is basically cursed and it's it's like a torture like you're basically watching bill murray be tortured for an hour and a half
0: you know it's funny you should say cursed madison yeah because according to imdb under their trivia section for this movie early drafts of the script explained the cause of phil connor's weird experience a disaffected ex-lover named stephanie cast a spell on him to teach him a lesson to make sweet love to groundhogs all over the land while reading Charles Dickens while covered in shame. What? It was decided that leaving it out made it more magical. Yeah. Legitimately, that is the text. Copy and pasted directly from IMDb.
1: Oh my God. That What? Having yeah. sex with groundhogs?
0: While covered in shame and reading Charles Dickens. <laughs> okay. So, you like this movie, and I, I, I liked it better... This time, watching it, the first time I... Like, the last time I watched it, I was really grossed out by the early scenes where he, like, basically just memorizes the way to end up sleeping with his boss. And and the thing I liked this time about that scene is that this time I realized the movie is, like, aware mm-hmm. that that's fucked up. Like, it's not supposed to be a, hey, hey, check it out. This is, like, everybody could... It's, like, you, he's supposed to be gross. Yeah. And so, like, it still kind of sucks, but it, I, I was... I liked it more this time because I realized the movie was like, yes, this is this is gross. Like, this isn't cool.
1: Mm-hmm. There's that whole like like montage scene of him getting slapped over and over again. It's like like
0: there is a fact I can't remember exactly what it is. Uh, I think I saw it though. It's like she slapped him like 20 times, on, like in the film. Like, but actually, and that's she actually has sla- slapping him in the face mm-hmm. in those bits.
1: Yeah. Well, um, I think like the I guess goal of the movie or like like his like whole journey is that because he starts out as a shitty person and he Mm -hmm. continues to be a shitty person uh throughout like the beginning of the film trying to like basically like learn everything about andy mcdowell so she will sleep with him Mm -hmm. which is super fucked up and by the end of the movie he becomes kind of he, he he realizes his like how he was being shitty sort of but he also Mm -hmm. just kind of ascends to a kind of godlike person where he's super talented and super aware and he becomes way more empathetic like over time
0: yeah there's um a whole thing and i will direct you to a different podcast for the full story on this there's a podcast called um i was there too it's where the comedian Matt Borley interviews people who were in movies, but not like a main character. So like he interviewed uh, Greg Proops, who was the two headed alien in the pod race in Phantom Menace. Oh, uh, there's an episode with Stephen Tobolowski, who is uh, Ned Ryerson uh. in this movie. <laughs> and he talks about uh, apparently Stephen Tobolowsky and Harold Ramis talked a lot about like the like the time loop stuff and like the spiritual aspect of it it's very it's actually legitimately very interesting yeah uh, episode so i was there too the steven tobolowski episode is for more about like behind the scenes stuff about this and the theory and spirituality of it i really recommend that but um
1: i mean it does kind of seem like a like an origin story of a god or something mm -hmm. like that
0: or like well maybe maybe we'll get into that yeah maybe Uh, we can yeah (laughs) So I have two reviews for you. They're very short, quick reviews. Cool. This is from CTSITIM. Uh, these are both from Rotten Tomatoes. Four stars. This is the review. It reminds me of Chandler Bing. <laughs> <laughs> Could I be
1: anymore in a time loop? <laughs> uh,
0: maybe, cause, maybe just because Ned Ryerson keeps going,
1: Bing! Bing.
0: I don't know, but... Uh, the other review is from Chris S. No rating. Keith's favorite movie. Who's Keith? Uh, Keith David.
1: Keith, Keith David?
0: Maybe. I don't know. Uh, there was a third one. I don't have it here, but it was Keith, just...
1: Keith, the other dad from One Tree Hill. That's probably it, actually. It's probably, yeah.
0: There was a third review. I don't have it on here, but I do remember it. It was just like one star review, and it just said, Sorry, Mom. <laughs>
1: What if it's Toby Keith?
0: That could be. I mean, I do know that his friends call him Keith.
1: Yeah. They just refer to him by his last name. Mm-hmm. Anyway.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let's let's jump into it. Yeah. Uh, I have. I kind of like your origin story of a God idea. I think that that could be interesting.
1: Yeah. My request. And I don't know what. Uh, I know you said he had some ideas. I think mm-hmm. um, I don't think it should be Bill Murray again. OK. Because I think if we took the same character and put him through the same thing, that is just torturous.
0: Okay. So mine don't have that. Okay. There is an idea similar to groundhog day of a groundhog decade where you repeat the same 10 years. Okay. And I thought maybe something with Ned Ryerson. Oh shit. And I don't know, but I think like maybe groundhog day is where it breaks for him too. After a while. Mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know. And then my other idea was we take Larry, the camera guy, Played by uh, Chris Elliott. Okay. And he goes to the future. So he time jumps. Oh, okay. So like, uh, it, it, it's a little bit trickier. Where, So it's like, let's say, we'll just take Groundhog Day, for example. Yeah. He lives Groundhog Day. The next day, he's like 100 years in the future or something. And, but when he goes to sleep, he wakes up and it's like Groundhog Day again. And when he goes, to sleep, so it's like a two day cycle. But, but then the idea would be, he has to on on Groundhog Day. He has to try to f- change the future. So he keeps jumping to see what has changed. And he's trying to like. Do something that way. But like he, he doesn't have time to actually like, you know, get in touch with the president or something like it's weird. It's like little shit that he can change in Punxsutawney.
1: Yeah, um, I get it. So it's it's like cause and effect. Yeah. Like the things he does on the first day affect the second day.
0: Yeah. And so but then when he comes back to Groundhog Day again then he, like, it resets, basically. So he's trying to change this big, bad thing that happened in the future, but he only has one day in Punxsutawney, Pennsylvania to affect that change. Okay. That's going to be a very detailed story, however, like, pitch that we'd have to...
1: Does it have to be in Punxsutawney, necessarily? Because Chris Elliott's character is from some whatever that city is, what what, what city? I mean Pittsburgh, I think, is, is where
0: they were set in. Yeah. I just mean that I I like the idea that he's in this sleepy hamlet yeah. town and he has to somehow change this like global catastrophe or something yeah. from there. By like, I don't know, eating a different slice of pie or something like
1: Yeah, it's like it's like butter it's like the butterfly wing thing.
0: Yeah. But yeah, uh the butterfly effect. So, I don't know, that's my, those are my ideas. I'm okay with the, I'm interested in the origin story of a god, too.
1: I mean, I, I think that, I think you know, the one to two day thing is a better idea, I think. Okay. Um, It's in, in heart with the first movie, but it's different enough that I think we could play with it without it being the same movie, you know? Yeah. So, if he's in Punxsutawney, um, if we do that, there has to be something in Punxsutawney that he like people or something that would affect the world you know yeah or maybe he has to inspire someone to do it uh like do something different mm-hmm. you said 100 years what if we what if what if we do 10 years because i think that's, that's fine i wanted
0: yeah in my original conception it was like some world war mm-hmm. or something had ravaged everything and so it was like 100 years and that way then it gave broader like Cause I, my thought was more like butterfly effect than I, like he has to do something that seems in, like very ineffectual, yeah. but in reality that builds and compounds into this like thing, but I'm okay with it in case to inspire somebody. I think, I think, I
1: think I'm more on shorting it to like 10 years just because mm-hmm. we would have to cover a hundred years worth of like effect with each yeah, thing that he changes, you know, I think that's it's easier point. if we do 10 years. Or or we can do twenty year. It, I just don't think it should no, be. No, ten's right. fine. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Like I said, I said a hundred because in my original idea it was that, but I think ten years ten years worked fine.
1: Cool. So on the first day, on the first time it happens,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what would you say like so his first day, what does he do?
0: Hmm. I don't know. I think, like, I think it's just like a normal day. goes to work. Mm-hmm. goes Maybe goes out that night somewhere.
1: Yeah, he goes to that local bar or whatever. Um, yeah.
0: He, uh... Oh, so yeah, right, because right, it's Groundhog Day. So, yeah, they, they cover the Groundhog. Um, he ends up at the party. Now, are we going to have this day be the final Bill Murray Day of Groundhog Day? It's his first day of his time jump thing. So, like, he goes. Bill Murray does his thing. They're at the party. The bachelor auction. Like, everything... On his first day is what happens on Bill Murray's last day. Okay, is that I'm, I'm asking? Is that the way we're handling, or is it just one of Bill Murray's random days? Like,
1: I think, I think doing it on the last day because that's when it's like it gets passed on to another person okay. or something. Sure, whatever time wizard is in the behind the curtain yeah. and doing well, this to people. You mean Stephanie? Yeah, it's Stephanie. Um,
0: so, oh, what, what if he? to save the future he has to get he has to keep Phil from getting out of his time loop.
1: Oh god. Oh no. I mean that would really like oh
0: shit. Yeah I know like i'm very interested in that idea but i don't i just don't think that that makes a good movie also where does it end like does he like
1: one one of them has to win you know yeah
0: there's (laughs) no win condition um it's just a movie of watching i mean it could be like a tv series but yeah i don't know the spy for spy in a time loop does also like they're both trying to get out of their time loops oh
1: that's balls crazy or
0: Mm. <laughs> oh team well oh, no we may not follow that thread that's a trademark i'm that's my idea you can't have it
1: yeah i'm wondering if we should follow that thread that's that's
0: a uh... i mean okay but look, do we want to like is that a is that where the heat is is the heat on time loop spy versus spy
1: i don't i don't think so i think it is like okay. just cause and effect
0: the let the let's stick with where the heat is but yeah like I, I i'm interested in that idea and i will explore that idea another time i think here we've the cause and effect is good
1: yeah um
0: Man. i'm sorry although i will say This was our reaction to Quidditch, which we tried to fight for 10 minutes in Order of the Phoenix. And then we just kind of gave in. Yeah. But.
1: We'll see if it comes back up. (laughs) Okay. So let's say his last day is Bill Murray's last day.
0: So his first day is Bill Murray's last day.
1: Yeah, that's what I meant. His first day is Bill Murray's last day. So what happened during that day is the auction. He also... He also met that girl at the bar. Right. And he went Nancy, to I believe. the auction with him. With yeah. Her.
0: So he went to. Yeah. So most of Larry's stuff in the day is kind of vague, which I think we can use to our advantage. Yeah. He shows up at the. We know he's at the groundhog thing and we know he's
1: at the diner at one point and he interacts with them. Right. Saying like, are you ready to go?
0: Yeah. He's at the. And then he basically until the party. Or no, is he, is the ice sculpting? Yeah, because they're at the ice sculpting. Yeah. And we see him at the party then, I think, after that. I yeah. think it's definitely those two things.
1: Cool. And we could put him in other scenarios in between those parts. Yeah, so, that's what I'm
0: saying. So we're just like, what are the, what are the marks that we kind of have to hit because we know that they happen?
1: Yeah. What if <clears throat> um, on the first day when um, he's mm-hmm. in the diner, he takes the last piece of pie and he takes it from someone, someone else is about to order it. And, and he, takes it anyway or like he got the last piece of pie and that other person didn't get the piece of pie you know and that has some sort of effect
0: i like that i think what's i think we should jump and what's like the thing that has happened in the future yeah so i think it'll be easier for us to work backwards yeah work backwards once we know what he's trying to stop we can then the ideas will be there for that like red herrings like oh maybe if i do this like i think i like the idea that it was just that simple he took the pie that somebody else wanted And then that really gets it. But I think there need to be things that seem way more obvious and important than just that.
1: Yeah. What if the first state, the fail state, um, uh, 10 years later, is that Puxitani and seemingly everything is just gone. It's like destroyed. It's like apocalyptic. And it's and like something happened during that day that he could have stopped that would have done this. So, yeah.
0: I like the idea that he wakes up because the, then there's no context either at that point, like, mm-hmm. that first day. And I, I like that because then he doesn't get context the first day. Yeah. So he he wakes up on arguably, what, February 3rd? Yeah. And it's actually the future. This like barren wasteland. Everything's gone. There, No one's around. He can't find anybody or anything. And then he wakes up the next day. And not only is it Groundhog's Day, or not only everything back, it's also Groundhog Day again.
1: Yeah. So he, he at that first day he's like, What the fuck? What happened? That was a horrible dream. And then he starts living out the same day again, which like yeah. is weird to him. Like he goes and like films the thing. Like anybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he goes films the thing again. Uh and I think he does it all again, like kind of seemingly like going through the motions. Like he had like deja vu, sort of like Bill Murray's first day, you know, back <laughs> in the first movie. And then he has the same dream or he has the same future. He wakes up for the next day, spends the entirety of his time in this barren wasteland and then wakes up mm-hmm. again on the third time jump and is like, okay, something's going on, you know? Yeah,
0: I am. Um, I, I think that that's very, I, it just, it'll really throw him out of whack and it'll take, you know, a while for him to figure out what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I right, So this happens for a little while, right? Like, like he repeats the loop or the, I guess it's a loop tech kind of a loop. So then what happens? Like at some point he starts moving, right? Like he in the, in the future, he starts walking around. Yeah. And he finds somebody.
1: Yeah. I think maybe he finds a kid or something mm-hmm. or an old, an old man, or maybe he finds Bill Murray.
0: <laughs> it's 10 years in the future. Yeah. Let's have it be a kid. Okay. Cause eventually it's going to, it'll be revealed. It's his kid. Uh, <laughs> uh... Or it's Bill Murray's kid Bill Murray and the producer Their kid
1: Yeah Andy Andy McDowell Right Andy McDowell
0: Andy McDowell What was What was her name in the movie It doesn't matter I just I should remember
1: Yeah So uh, Boom And the kid says that There was A person in this town Who Wanted
0: pie And he didn't get pie Yeah
1: Um, Yeah This is hard
0: Yeah So we do I mean all right, so let's let's start this way. Was it a bomb? Was it a natural disaster? Was it like a natural disaster that could have been prevented as it turns out like but it wasn't. Or you know what I mean? like something like that. Like what's
1: I think it's a bomb or something. Like
0: Okay. 10 years or somewhere in the in the past, a bomb went off and took out I mean, it had to be a fucking big bomb. Yeah. But
1: what if it is a natural disaster? Maybe like the dam breaks and like it floods the town. And maybe it's not a world thing. It's more of a Puxitani thing, you know? Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah well, let's make it. Let's make it a little less like grandeur, and it's more yeah. about Puxitani. And maybe it's just like yeah, it's like a a wasteland town. Like the, everything's destroyed uh, from this natural disaster. The dam breaks. Mm-hmm. Sure. And floods the town. I do not know if Buxatani is...
0: Uh, there's a dam there now. Uh, so, that, okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. What caused it to break? Like negligence? Did somebody purposefully break the dam?
1: I think someone didn't know that it was... The maintenance for it wasn't up to par. And okay. it, it was decimated. Okay. How he finds this out in the future, I think we need to figure it out. I think it's weird if there's just a kid there. Who's like just chilling in this place. He's like, Yeah, I haven't left here, this place. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he runs into like a drifter who's walking through and he uh talks to him. He's like, What happened here? I was just I was just in this town, you know, and uh the drifter tells him, Yeah, a dam broke t- almost ten years ago to the day. Like, what if it's like Oh, uh, so
0: that dead. day is he stops the dam from yeah. breaking. Okay. Yeah, 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 I'm dams, down with that.
1: The dam's gonna break the next day.
0: Yeah, I like that. And then it needs to be something because
1: what if it's a fire? What if it's a fire? <laughs> let's
0: do a fire because that's that adds like a little bit of a mystery. Because if it's the dam if he shows up in the future and the guy says the dam wasn't maintained properly and broke, all he has to do is the next day be like, Hey, come with me and check out the dam, it's gonna break, and then they fix it. I think a fire, it's much more of like, Okay, who started it, where is it started? Like you have yeah. to find the thing and not just come back and tell them fix the dam.
1: Yeah. So what if it's, like, a fire that started at the diner or maybe at the...
0: Um... See, I I have a, a thought. Yeah. He, no one knows where it starts, like, where it started in the future. No one's, like, they don't know. So he has to, in the future, try to cold case, piece together where the fire even started. So in the past, he's, like, reading up on, like, arson investigation, like, how you investigate an arson. Yeah. And... And then I guess still going to a party.
1: <laughs> yeah. Maybe, maybe he, uh, yeah, he still tries to like do all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, once he hears that, oh, a fire happened, mm-hmm. I have to prevent this fire. Maybe he goes to the fire department and tells them, like, you guys need to be like on call. Don't go to the party. Maybe all the firemen went to the party. It's like, oh, whatever, you know, like, let's let loose. There's not going to be a fire. It just snowed last night, you know, like, or I don't know. I mean, snow doesn't not equal fire
0: <laughs> right and also it snowed the next day
1: yeah snow the next day
0: so um yeah i like that like convincing the firefighters not to go to the party is is an aspect of it
1: because they're gonna have hangovers from partying too hard and they're right exactly
0: in. and i think that there needs to be what what's like the reason he has to do the stuff he did before because on one in one respect kind of like bill murray in the beginning where he just stopped showing up to work, like he didn't show up for the groundhog thing until like he got back around to a point where he just was doing it. I guess because he wanted to. Like, we need a reason for him not to just abandon the part, going to the party or showing up at the ice sculpture thing or going to work to try to solve this mystery to save everybody's lives. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, does him he does that like he stops going to everything, and then the next day, like somehow thing is worse because he didn't do the stuff. Um... Hmm. like maybe because
1: i mean eventually bill murray eventually bill murray like just stops doing the stuff because it is kind of inconsequential you know but
0: right that's true i mean but i just mean because in if if we're following the first movie and the first movie is like canon we know he's at those things in the first movie and if his first day is bill murray's last day he has to do those things. That's true. That's all I thinking, And it can be. That's why I'm saying. Like we make it a vague. Like. Oh shit. I didn't go to all that stuff. And now. The thing that happened is worse. So I do have to fit. Those in. Yeah. That's, it's a vague. We don't have to make a very specific. Detailed thing. About it. I think we just need to address. The fact that he. Like logically. Why is. Why is he. Showing up at a party. With this much stakes. But we have to have him show up. at that stuff.
1: Maybe that woman he's with becomes his wife in the future or something mm-hmm. um and oh yeah he has to woo her yeah he has to like woo her but he's really bad at it and that that, that would explain yeah. why he's bad at it in the in the last and like but like
0: desperately clingy. like i obviously it was in a movie in the 80s like he just thought he was hot shit yeah but i like and so that's why he didn't take no for an answer but now it's like in reality he yeah. can't take no for an answer
1: yeah, um, I don't know how we can fit it into the future part, but what if he has like,
0: uh, like? Well, it's his kid.
1: Yeah, it's the his kid. kid that tells
0: him about the fires is his kid.
1: Yeah, um... that's.
0: I mean, that's the easy, simple way, like very quick.
1: Yeah, but why? Why are they still in this like desolate town? You know, in, in the future. I think that there's
0: like towns around. Like maybe people come into the burned, like the the burned city, burned out city to like, I know kids come here to play. Yeah. To do shit like. I don't think it's... I think if it's just a fire, then there's, like, cities near, around. Okay. Maybe they rebuilt, like, they built a new Punxsutawney a mile or two away. Yeah. And so the kids still come out here to, like, run around and probably make out and shit.
1: Yeah. So it's the fuck city.
0: Yeah. <laughs> More like fucksutawney.
1: More like fucksutawney, right?
0: <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, he meets his kid there, the and... But then, when he gives up going to the stuff, and he comes back, that kid's not there anymore yeah, because not, he didn't woo, he didn't woo Nancy.
1: Yeah. So the uh, party, the party part, and the yeah. diner part where he's like flirting with her mm-hmm. are essential to that portion of it. And maybe, maybe that's the stakes too. Maybe he has to like, maybe he gives that up at some points, but he doesn't want to because he's going to unbirth this kid. You know. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that then. We can work in the last the ice sculpture thing is it's his his last day. So the Bill Murray's last day in the movie is also as it turns out when we see it, Chris Elliott's last day in the same loop, and Annie McDowell convinces him to like come to this ice sculpture thing, and he's like, "Oh, I guess I actually haven't ever really done that. Yeah, that might be fun." And so that ties it together, and it's easy. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then the fire, who started it? Where?
1: Let's say. What if uh, we bring Michael Shannon back because uh, okay. this was his first movie ever?
0: Yeah. And the the girl who plays his wife mm-hmm. uh, apparently went on to voice Starfire in Teen Titans. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. That was one of the facts I found on IMDb was that uh, Michael Shannon, who played Zod in Man of Steel, mm-hmm. and the girl who's he married in the movie uh, was Starfire in Teen Titans. So they both have DC Comics ties.
1: Oh, cool. And Michael Shannon is just the best. So.
0: I like Michael Shannon. Yeah. So
1: what if uh, maybe on their like wedding night or something like because that was their that was their wedding night. The last day of Bill Murray's thing, isn't it? Like, that's how I remember it.
0: Oh, oh, Michael Shannon. I thought you were back on the movie. talking about Chris Elliott and Nancy. Oh, no, no, no. No. No, Yeah. Yeah. Like they got married that day or whatever.
1: Yeah. So on their wedding night, um, they accidentally knock over a candle and they're doing it and they knock over a (laughs) candle.
0: I was going to say that's the expectation, but really they're doing, like... Because he got them tickets to WrestleMania. Oh, So they're yeah. wrestling fans. So maybe they're, like, not sexually, like, throwing each other around, like, doing, like, faux wrestling <laughs> shit, and they knock a kid. Everybody, like, thinks that they're fucking. Yeah. Because there's all these, like, thumps and, like, yells and shit, but really they're just doing fake wrestling. Yeah.
1: And in the future... Uh, Because Chris Elliott in the loops has studied up on arson and arson investigation, Mm -hmm. he has been able to finally pin up like maybe he does that for like three or maybe like the first 20 loops. He's like studying arson investigation. Yeah, And he uh, can pinpoint 10 years later because he's master. He's a master arson investigator.
0: (laughs) After 20 days of study.
1: Yeah, he can pinpoint where it started and um during his day in the past um during the groundhog day he breaks in and uh like he's like you guys gotta stop wrestling like right now (laughs) yeah and maybe he can't stop it the first time maybe he keeps showing up too late so he has to
0: yeah and i think that maybe to add like a, a small twist on top of a twist i guess yeah They actually the candles in a different room, but when they like because they're throwing each other around, they like knock it like the walls are shaking and it knocks it over in a different room or something. But he thinks it's that room.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: And so like he keeps he keeps stopping them, but the fire still happens.
1: Yeah, because he's like, where's the fire? Where's the fire? It's
0: already been knocked over in a different room and it hasn't like lit up, but it started a huge fire yet. So he thinks he stopped it by stopping them, but it still keeps happening.
1: What if they're in, like, an apartment building and it's actually the next apartment over, which mm-hmm. is uh the insurance guys or something? Ned Ryerson!
0: Yeah, let's bring him back in it.
1: Uh, Who, oddly, is an insurance agent. So, like, the, yeah. this whole fire thing is kind of...
0: That's great. I love the irony.
1: So... Um... It takes him a few times to realize that, because I think when he goes in and he interrupts them, they're like, what the fuck are you doing in our place? And yeah. uh, he's like, where's the fire? Where's the candle? Like, don't you have, like, candle or a map somewhere, like, lit that you just forgot about? Do either of you smoke? And they're like, neither of us smoke. I, like, what do you, like?
0: I think they do have candles, because then he thinks that he's done it. Like, yeah, I mean, like, he blows out the candle, like, stops and blows out the candles, all that shit. So then he's, like, really confused why the fire still happens yeah it keeps happening like maybe i was too late maybe they relit the candles like he lasers in on this couple
1: yeah and... and he keeps blowing out the candles and it doesn't work and then maybe ned ryerson is in the next room and he's smoking and yes. he like throws his butt into like like a trash can and it lights up and then like it causes like yeah shit to go down yeah that's fun but that's that that's the same night of the party that's... Um, yeah, and which is makes it the same night of him trying to woo that woman, and he has to spend at least enough time with her to still be able to like woo her but also stop the fire
0: so here's what I'm thinking. it has something to do still again, we're getting into really deep like cause and effect, yeah, still, but I think Ned Ryerson has the cigarette after the couple stop throwing each other around, so in. The original timeline, it was like much later in the day, Mm -hmm. but because uh, Larry stopped them early, he has it earlier. It's like he still has the cigarette. So he has to basically keep Ned Ryerson from having cigarettes on his person. Like he has to stop. The first fire is them, the couple. Second fire is Ned Ryerson. Like he like the, the first fire wasn't that bad, but Ned Ryerson's cigarette, like for whatever reason, somehow made it worse. Yeah. And that's what burned it down. So without the couple, it's still a fire happens mm-hmm. so he has to like it's basically he has to like you're saying it but he has to do all of this while still finding time for the, the wound Nancy so like early in the day he's like pick trying to pickpocket the cigarettes from Ned Ryerson shit and like
1: maybe he uh tries in that day to convince Ned Ryerson to stop smoking like yeah. he's like he like has like some scenes like that he he takes him to like an addiction anonymous meeting in the town <laughs>
0: Yeah, I love it. In one one loop, he mugs Ned Ryerson, but all he wants are the cigarettes. Yeah. He's like wearing a ski mask. He's like, I'm sorry, here's all my money. I don't want your money. I want your cigarettes. Yeah. And what if
1: it's pretty futile? Because in Ned Ryerson's place, he has like a cigarette hidden, like under a desk or something. Yeah, so like, then he has to
0: find a hidden cigarette. Like, yeah. And then I, I think, but I think that's probably it on that aspect. Because we don't want to have it be like a huge, I mean, we don't need 900 loops that we show like yeah i think we have enough complexity in there
1: Mm -hmm. it could we could add a third thing because i think it there is like a small time window of like something else that gets added to that because um if we're keeping with like oh he doesn't want to he still needs to woo this woman Mm -hmm. then i never said the the word woo so many in in like the same like hour in my life like as much as i have now uh but if he's still trying to woo this woman, he still has to do that during that time. So maybe he tries to woo her earlier in the day yeah. you know, or something. And so he has enough time to stop the third thing, whatever that is. If there is a third yeah, thing. Yeah, I
0: mean, he, he still has to go to the party, though.
1: Yeah, he still has to go to the party. So
0: so I, I think that that needs to be the word that and then maybe after the party mm-hmm. is where the wooing gets done. Yeah. Oh, wait, it's oh, shit. OK, wait a minute. He gets bought by that old lady for like a nickel. Oh shit, I forgot about that. At the bachelor auction. She is the third thing. She somehow, I mean, look, we're in a movie with time loops and time jumping. So the confluence of three different people in this town starting fires that then burn down the town, I'm fine with. She does something, but she's Nancy's grandma. Oh. And he saves her life. And that's when she'll like, oh fuck, like she'll give him the time of day after that. It's not enough that then like they get married. But because he saves the grandma, she gives him the time of day, they end up dating later, married. Boom.
1: What if for so many loops he always blows the old lady off and opts to spend time with Nancy?
0: Or he's or he blows her off to go stop the couple and yeah. Ned Ryers. So like he figures out ways basically to keep those two events from happening. Yeah. Like earlier in the day, he does shit. Like he gets them a different hotel room or something like he mm-hmm. figures out a way that they don't do that. He gets rid of the cigarettes. And so this loop, he finally goes with the grandma. Yeah. Which
1: he has, which he hasn't done for so many loops. Exactly. He's like, I don't. Okay. Let's just see what happens this time or something. And She
0: lives. She lives like just out of town or something, a place where he never actually went and looked when he was doing like arson investigation stuff. Like yeah. The evidence was there that there was a fire here as well, but he never went there in the future.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. What's the, what What do you think the fire thing there is? What?
0: Um, I think she goes, to, like, she turns on the stove and, uh, leaves it, like, the gas running or something, and then later...
1: Oh, there's, like, a gas leak or something.
0: Yeah, like, Nancy, or, yeah, like, she wakes up the next day and, like, turns a light on and, or turns on the toaster or something, like, but, um but because he's there he turns the gas off like she she he remembers to turn the gas off or something like
1: that. Okay. And I like how and maybe like when he goes there he like it's only like a light smell but he can smell the gas and like he we basically turn uh, Chris Elliot into this uh like omniscient <laughs> fire fire. We
0: basically yeah, we turned him <laughs> into like a, a Smokey the deity. Yeah. He's like <laughs> Smokey the Bear god. <laughs> I think so I think that because when when he keeps blowing her off she comes home and turns like the stove on to like make tea or something mm-hmm. but leaves the gas on and then goes to bed because he's there she makes the tea whatever leaves the and he's like oh you left the like don't oh you left the gas on or something like that yeah or I know I think the fire needs to start but he puts it out yeah because otherwise re- reminding your grandma to turn the gas on isn't enough for Nancy to give him the time of day mm mm-hmm. mhm
1: Yeah, that's the thing. It has to, like, he has to actually save the woman's life.
0: Um, Mm -hmm. So I think her house does end up burning down, but he saves her life. And because he has the fire department on call earlier in the movie, mm -hmm. they make it there and put the fire out before it spreads. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. We did it. Do you think that's it? I don't I mean, is there anything else to add? I, I think we've, I think we've covered all our bases yeah i want to i think for me i think bill murray and annie mcdowell need to like only basically be in this movie in passing i want like all the other characters in punks like like ned ryerson we brought in uh michael shannon and his and his wife who the actress's name i don't recall that old lady nancy i like that we're bringing in like the b characters to really
1: where could the mayor fit in which is uh bill murray's brother
0: wait is he I guess Bill Murray's mayor. Yeah, I, Bill I think, Murray's think, brother. Uh,
1: the uh, they
0: don't really look that much alike.
1: Yeah, he's much older than, or he's older looking.
0: Hmm. He's got a really like raspy voice too.
1: Yeah, uh, Brian Doyle Murray. He's Buster Green, which is like hmm. the mayor or the 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 in the guy that's in charge of the Groundhog like part.
0: Mm-hmm. How can we fit the mayor in? Maybe he he's suspicious of Larry because Larry is like running around being weird, so he's also having to kind of duck the mayor yeah while doing this shit
1: yeah the because because if you look at chris elliott and what he's doing during that day
0: he's not really doing much though or all you mean like in our movie
1: yeah in our movie yeah he's kind of oh he's studying up on arson and like ways (laughs) to detect it so that's pretty like incriminating
0: it doesn't build because the mayor doesn't remember the previous leaps but like each day larry being just weird He thinks so. like, yeah, the first few loops, it's like, why is he reading all these arson books?
1: Yeah, yeah. So he's in jail sometimes or. Yeah. Maybe he's also like, I don't know if he is the mayor because it doesn't say anything about him being the mayor. I think he's
0: I think he's supposed to be. Is he? I think so. I mean, he is. And they never say explicitly. So he is in our movie. Okay. He's confirmed as the mayor.
1: Well, I was going to say maybe he's like the police commissioner or he's like the head of the police. And then like Yeah,
0: he can be like the sheriff, I suppose. Yeah.
1: Or something like All that. All right,
0: let's let's do that. Let's he's in our movie. He's the sheriff, so it makes sense that he's
1: suspicious. Although I do kind of like the
0: idea that he's just like a gung ho mayor of like not in my town.
1: Yeah, yeah. And maybe someone in the, or maybe he's another fireman, or like or I'll tell he's... you what,
0: we'll put that up on Twitter for our viewers to vote on. Uh, what, what? Whether he's the sheriff or the mayor.
1: <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, I think
0: that that's about it. The most we can probably pack into this movie because we've already got a love interest story. Three different arson investigations.
1: Yeah. And a mayor. I, I think the other things we could add would be just like the the dead loops where he like isn't. Oh, dies. and he Yeah, he dies or like he's just fucking around, like kind of mm-hmm. like how Bill Murray does in some yeah. of his loops.
0: See, I think that there'd be less fucking around because. He's immediately going to look at the consequences of his actions yeah like knowing that they're that it'll be wiped clean is one thing but like being immediately confronted with yeah. something.
1: But I think there's a point in the movie where it seems hopeless, like it's like, I can't do it, it's too, it, the time the timetables are too. Maybe bad. he
0: starts a fire at one point, just to like, Yeah. because he can't, it's like, I can't change it, I, I keep doing all this stuff and the town still burns down, so fuck it, I'm just gonna burn it down now.
1: <laughs> or maybe he thinks if he starts the fire earlier, the firemen will be like on call. Oh, that's like, good, yeah, so. that's good, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah he He keeps starting it from different locations yeah also like maybe if i like maybe if i burn this building down it will remove a domino from the domino like whatever like it'll like i like
1: i yeah he has all these loops where he like he's kind of how bill murray does he's like i've done everything in this town multiple times like hundreds Mm -hmm. of thousands of times he's like i have torn down every single one of these buildings burned it to the ground on The ashes, like, and it still does not stop this thing. So,
0: what if, uh, then
1: what if one time he floods the t- maybe there's a dam, there is a dam, and he tries to flood the town? Flood so the town that's good, down.
0: okay. So, my here's my pitch then he starts trying to learn arson stuff, like the investigation, but it's like it's a thing that people train for like years to do, so he doesn't figure it out. So, he eventually, like, maybe in the future, his kids, like, well, you always told me that. If, you know sometimes learning by doing is the best but he starts to try to learn how arson works and fire starts by committing arson oh my god also so he
1: starts burning like so he knows so that's how he oh my oh my god that's so good because he can jump to the future and see like oh this is what it looks like like from when it starts from this point
0: yeah and like also that but yeah so then but he's also learning like well yeah but if the fire You know, you you told me, like, the fire burned for, like, a full day. And I know gasoline doesn't burn that long because I tried that with the general (laughs) store or whatever. Like, he's, like, learning how to investigate arson by committing arson.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah. He finds just new and different ways to... And that's, like, at the beginning until
0: he figures out where it comes from. And then it's into the, like... Yeah. (laughs) But I imagine he's, like, standing there. Like, we show him, like, starting fires. And we show him the future, like, crossing something off like nope nothing doesn't start here like we do it very quickly and sometimes he gets
1: caught i think and then he gets oh yeah for sure and yeah that's that's perfect i think that's good that's so fucking funny
0: so are you i mean i'm very satisfied are you satisfied with this
1: i'm satisfied yeah i think that's great all
0: right so the question then becomes what is called
1: um
0: i mean groundhog day two presumably and then like subtitle
1: groundhog day two
0: towering inferno
1: yeah like it's like Fuck satani.
0: Larry. <laughs> uh, Larry. Is there like a pun or something with Larry and like fire? um In the heat of the night.
1: Uh,
0: Groundhog Day Arson. two
1: What's uh what's Chris Elliott's character's name? Uh, Larry. Larry the camera. That's why
0: I've been saying Larry the whole pitch. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Let's see. Larry's Inferno.
0: Larry's Inferno's that's not bad. I think that that's placeholder for now, unless we think it's because I like it. I think that's funny. Groundhog day. You know, honestly, I think Larry's Inferno is good. I
1: think Larry's Inferno. Yeah. I don't think
0: good. we're gonna hit I don't think we're gonna crack anything better. Yeah. Alright, so Groundhog Day 2, Larry's Inferno. Yeah. Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah. Alright. Before we end, mm-hmm. I had one more thing.
0: Okay. <gasps> yes!
1: Challenge I'm ready. Oh Hey Frequels. Uh it's only happened once before on the podcast so far.
0: Which we lost.
1: I uh if you remember the subtle knife episode, that was a challenge that I answered to Mike, who challenged mm-hmm. me to create a sequel to the golden compass entitled the subtle Knife*. so uh what challenges are um on this show is that one of us challenges the other person to for the next episode to create a sequel or prequel uh with some sort of caveat um to it Mm -hmm. such as the subtle knife it had to be called the subtle knife Mike Knoll.
0: I'm so ready. I'm dancing. Everybody can see me, but I'm fucking psyched as shit.
1: Michael, middle name Noel.
0: Presbyterian. P-
1: Michael, Presbyterian Noel.
0: Which is weird because I was a Methodist.
1: <laughs> My challenge to you is to create a sequel to the Lizzie McGuire movie.
0: Ooh, all right.
1: But it's a murder mystery.
0: Okay. I'm making a note of that real quick.
1: Where one of the main cast has to die. Okay. You don't have to do that part. I was just.
0: No, I know. I don't know. It's, it's becoming many caveats. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it though. Cool. Oh my God. This is a good challenge. I think those are the best challenges where it's like, oh, damn. But also the person's like, kind of chat Like, all right. Yeah. fuck you. Like,
1: hell yeah. So next week, it will not be a a riffing episode or a head-to-head. It'll be Mike presenting his sequel uh, to the Lizzie
0: McGuire movie. That is a murder mystery in which one of the main cast dies. Yes. Now, I need a clarification here on record. By main cast, do you mean the three main, like Lizzie, Gordo, or the other one? Or does that include some of the other more steady ratings? Miranda
1: was the other one. Miranda, thank you. It can be... um, the main three, okay. the parents and okay. uh, the brother. The brother, uh the mean girl who okay. the sure. popular girl so like, or
0: we're thinking of the same thing. I just yeah. meant like did, by main cast, did you mean the like the big three? Or does that include like the parents, the brother, the mean girl?
1: Yeah, the series regulars. Kind of
0: okay. Boom. Perfect. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. And for the challenges then also now that Madison has returned service of this Equalizers tennis ball. I now have the ball in my court where they can't challenge me again unless, until I again challenge. Like it's, we're training it off. Yeah. So I now hold the challenge chip to issue whenever I want. But until then, Madison cannot challenge me until they have met a challenge of my making. Awesome. I'm excited. This is going to be fucking ridiculous.
1: Be so
0: good. All right, Madison. Well, with challenge in hand, uh, I think that's credits another episode of the equalizers tell the people where they can find us
1: uh the people can find us on itunes and google play and all places podcasts are found by searching the equalizer
0: any uh any place where you dig up that podcast buried treasure is where you can find us
1: any place where you find those podcast shoes that fit just right
0: don't even have to cut off any bits of your heel or anything
1: it's always your size
0: always your size Uh, You can get in contact with us on Facebook and Twitter at The Equalizers. Uh, That's E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S. You can email us at equalizers at gmail.com. You can find us on Tumblr at the underscore equalizers. And I'm vamping while I open that Google Doc back up because for some reason uh, I closed it. Special thanks on our theme song, Rock Thing. Go to Creo. You can find their work at www.creo-music.com. Uh, we'd appreciate it if you guys would subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and leave a review if you like what you hear. Um, that's all. You know what? I trust you. Yeah. So, for the Equalizers.
1: I'm Madison Jones. I'm Mike Knoll. Could I be any more in a time loop?
0: To be continued.